Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Using pre-planned lines on dating apps to start conversation does not work generally for women because we have a sixth sense. We have like a sniff test. We can tell that those lines are maybe lines that you got from a YouTube pickup artist dude, or you even maybe came up with it on your own, but now you've used it for every single girl over and over and over. It's like that saying, give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day, or teach a man how to fish and he'll eat for a lifetime. Give a man a pre-written line and he'll date for a day. Teach him how to banter and he'll date for a lifetime. Or maybe not a lifetime because you'll find the one right away and then you'll stop dating and you'll just be married. But you know what I mean. I am Kristen from kristenandchill.com and I am the banter queen. I teach guys how to charm more than just the socks off of women. And if you're struggling in conversation, if you're getting ghosted, if you're never hearing back, if you're never ever getting the results that you deserve, hit me up at kristenandchill.com. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of the Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast, we have a scientist on the show, a behavioral scientist and psychologist who is going to explain to us all about the confirmation biases that we have that are messing up our brains, our relationships, our lives in general, and the mental blind spots that we experience on a daily basis. And he's also going to give us tactics about how to help both of these things so that they don't stop us from having healthy, wonderful relationships with everybody and especially women. So please keep listening. You're going to absolutely love this episode. Hey guys, welcome to the Ask Women podcast. I am your host, Marnie Kinris, owner of The Wing Girl Method, where I coach men on how to attract, date, seduce, get and keep the girl if they so desire. My co-host, Kristen Carney, is not here today to add in her funny little quips, but that's okay because sometimes we don't need her. And I have an amazing guest with me today that you're going to absolutely love because I am a science psychology geek. I love anything psychological. So we have Dr. Gleb on with us today, who is a behavioral scientist and CEO of Disaster Avoidance Experts. So Dr. Gleb, thank you so much for coming on and talking with us. Thank you so much for inviting me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what it is that you do? What does it mean to be a behavioral scientist? Sure. So I look at how people behave and why they behave in ways that are sometimes challenging, irrational, unpredictable. And the book that we're going to be talking about that I wrote, I wrote a number of best-selling books 
This is a global bestseller called The Blind Spots Between Us, How to Overcome Unconscious Cognitive Bias and Build Better Relationships. So that relates what I do in relation to relationships. I help folks address the mental blind spots between them, which are called cognitive biases. So that's the scientific term for mental blind spots. And there's been a lot of research recently on what they are, how they harm, devastate our relationships, and then what steps we can take to protect ourselves from these serious, serious mental blind spots to help us have the best relationships possible and communicate effectively with those folks we care about. I think it's amazing. So that is my work in relation to relationships. Now, more broadly, I focus on helping people make the best decisions possible, whether in relationships or other areas. And that's been something I've been fascinated by my whole life. I've been working as a consultant, coach, trainer, and expert, best-selling author since 1999. So we're two decades oh, wow. in this area. And I've spent 15 years in academia, studying behavioral science, studying decision-making, relationships, and so on. So a pretty wide basis. So I want to talk to you because most of the guys that are, are listening right now are not in relationships just now. They are attempting to be in relationships or even attempting to have short-term relationships, whether they be casual or for three months, five months, whatever it is. That's the stage that they're at right now. And it's part of the forming of relationships. Right, exactly. So speaking to this audience of mainly men, what are some of the common blind spots that you see for men who are in this pre-dating, dating stage that occur quite often for them? Yes, so one of the biggest blind spots is called the illusion of transparency. So illusion of transparency. And you can always look up all of this stuff, whether from my book or just Google it. <laughs> illusion of transparency. It's where we assume that our mental state, what we feel, who we are, what we're trying to communicate is fully transparent and obvious to the person with whom we're trying to communicate about this topic. Now, unfortunately, that's really not the case. When we look at the research, we tend to fool ourselves about how transparent we are in our communication. So there are a number of issues that can go wrong in communication. One is a simple issue where someone can mishear you. You know, right now we're using technology much more often, right? In the pandemic, so many of the first dates are Zoom dates, and it's very easy to have technical issues get in the way, and people often don't realize that. And even in person, someone can mishear you. They might have different definitions of terms. You know, what does a couple, a few, several mean? People might have different understandings of that. Now, that's kind of one technical miscommunication. Another issue is simply misunderstanding because people tend to look for information that confirms their beliefs and ignore information that doesn't. That's called the confirmation bias. So it feeds into this illusion of transparency. So that's another serious problem, the confirmation bias. So we look for information that confirms our beliefs. So you're looking for information that the girl likes you. You're looking for information that she'll be a good partner. You're not looking for information to show that maybe she doesn't like you as much as you think, and maybe she will not be a good partner for you. So we tend to look for information that confirms our beliefs, our desires, our preferences, and that's a big problem. And we think that the other person likes us and is communicating that where 
that is not the case. Or even the flip side on the other way of she doesn't like us. Because if you are in your mind going with the negative version of this, where you're thinking, oh, she doesn't like me. She doesn't want me. I'm not good enough for her. You're saying you're going to look for that belief to be true when you're looking at a woman you're sitting across the table from. Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be going in both directions. So you might have two negative perspectives on the situation, and you will be looking for information to confirm your negative perspective. And that's kind of another dynamic. And the third thing that's important about the illusion of transparency is that the other person might be sending signals that they understand and accept what you're saying. So for example, when somebody is saying something, you're saying something, and the other person is nodding their head, and you think, okay, she agrees with me, we are on the same page, great. The other person, the girl, might not be agreeing with you. She might be feeling that what you're saying is dumb and wrong, and she doesn't like it, but she doesn't want to have conflict. She doesn't want to have fights. Women tend to be much more conflict-avoidant than men. And so they often tend to not want to show that they disagree or they have a tension. And so that's a third issue that might be going on with this illusion of transparency. And so people don't realize that this is going on and they think they're communicating effectively and they're not. And there are a number of solutions to the illusion of transparency, but that's a very important cognitive bias that you want to address. Definitely. Well, so tell me about the solutions for this issue, because it sounds like that would be the most beneficial for the guys who are listening. Because I think everybody who listens to this show is aware that these things are going on. We're always going to miscommunicate. There's going to be confusion between two parties, whether there's a technical issue or not, simply because we're two different people. And I think most people who listen to this show often also know that they are in control of their own thoughts and mind and really how they believe other people are perceiving them. So yeah, I would love to know some strategies for helping avoid this having a negative impact on them. The first thing to assume is that it is happening. If you're not aware if you're maybe happening or not, you should assume that it's happening and you should take steps to address it. And the way to address it, well, there are two things. One is to ask, there, you want to address a number of things. So the first thing, the first two things, which is mishearing and misunderstanding. To address those two things, you can ask the other person to repeat what you're saying to, to echo. For example, here's a way to ask the person to repeat it in a completely innocuous way. Something like when you make a point, you know, every minute or two or three, you should not be talking more than three minutes. <laughs> so you want to ask the other person, so what are you taking away from what I'm saying? So what in your words, how would you describe what you're taking away? That's a completely normal statement. That doesn't feel weird or wrong. And then that way you can check whether the other person is hearing you correctly and understanding you correctly. So you're basically asking for echoing. So echoing is the practice of asking, well, it works two ways. One is repeating what the other person is saying yourself, because you want to make sure that you're not misunderstanding the other person. So if the girl is talking to you, after she stops and makes a point, you want to echo something, something like, so what you're saying is, you know, blankety blank, you know, whatever it is. So you're saying that you really had a rough day at work, and that you'd you know, love to relax and have someone massage your feet. <laughs> I don't know, something like that. So repeating in your own words the essence of what she said. And again, asking the girl 
with those normal language that's not going to put her off to repeat what you're saying. Because you want to assume that it's a, a safe assumption is that there is miscommunication. So that's the first about hearing you correctly and understanding what you're saying. Now for the third, which is agreeing, you want to ask the person how she feels about what you're asking. So not the essence of what you're saying, not to repeat it, but what she feels. Then, you know, the other person will tell you because she will feel valued and she will feel that you're not going to spring on her and, you know, be mad and upset that you care about her feelings, right? You're showing her that you care about her feelings and her thoughts, and that's very important and valuable in communication. So you want to address that again by asking her to echo and then asking about her feelings. Okay, and I love that. So how would guys use this when they're on a date? Like maybe going through this whole process for them, like how would they calm these confirmation biases? And then how would they incorporate asking these questions into a date so that it doesn't sound like everything you're saying, do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, have I got you right? Like how do guys actually finesse this so that it's much more natural for them? Yeah, so like I said, for something that you don't want to be misunderstood, which not every statement is going to be like this, but you're making a statement that you want to make sure is not misunderstood, and that happens pretty regularly. Again, ask her, you know, what are you taking away from this? And that way, that's kind of a normal statement, and I coach on that all the time. What are you taking away from this? What's your takeaway? What do you think is important about what I'm saying? So just asking for the essence of what you're saying. And that's, again, normal, innocuous thing, and it shows respect, and it shows that you care, because you care about what the other person is taking away, because you're not just blabbering at them and just trying to, you know, (laughs) talk and dominate the conversation. Right. Well, I think that this could be applied for all relationships as well, not just for relationships with women, but any of your relationships with your coworkers, with people that you are friends with, with your family members, all of these things can be applied because this miscommunication and misunderstanding can happen in every arena of your life. But I, I actually really do see this being extremely helpful for later on in the relationship process, which I know is exactly what you said. Because I know for some guys who are listening, I'm sure they've had past relationships where there has been conflict or there has been a misunderstanding. And I would love if you could give a little bit of guidance for, and I don't know if you even have this guidance, but to the men, when having conflict within relationships where there is a misunderstanding that they may not be fully aware of just yet. So for example, they've been dating somebody for a while and the girl has gotten mad about something right? You don't know what it's about. You assume it's about something else. And maybe she's told you it's about one specific thing, but it's probably about five other things. Like that's the reality of it. It's been a buildup of a whole bunch of things that, but one thing has been highlighted. How would you advise guys to communicate with a person that they're in a relationship with that they've been seeing? And this is the first sort of conflict that they're having. How do they broach this conversation or approach this conversation in a way that is kind, caring, but gets effective results? Like if a woman isn't also open to sharing, how can you, I'm asking the same question over and over again, but like how can this guy carry that conversation and and lead that conversation so that at the end result is tensions get lifted and everybody feels good at the end, like to make sure that everybody's in a good space. The key cognitive bias here is going to be called the empathy gap. So the empathy gap. 
what's the empathy gap I've got? So the empathy gap is our misunderstanding of how powerful our emotions are and other people's are. So there's extensive research showing we underestimate the extent to which our future selves will be driven by emotions. We think in a cool, calm state that we can carry the conversation calmly and rationally. And then we find ourselves shouting in the middle of a conversation, right? We don't anticipate and understand how much our emotions are going to drive us. And the same thing applies to the conversational partner. So we don't understand and anticipate how much emotions drive them. So this is a big problem. And it's especially the case in conflicts that it's a big, serious tension. Because when you're saying that, you know, if the woman is not willing to share, that means that she tends to be the person who is conflict avoidant. So she feels bad about something, but she doesn't want to reveal what it is because she doesn't want to conflict about the situation. So that's what's going on there. There's an emotional block to revealing the information. It's not like she's trying to keep secret from you. It's not like she's trying to deliberately psych you out. She's just trying to avoid conflicts. And it's a natural emotional thing. And she doesn't realize that that's what's happening. So you want to understand that she is not recognizing her own emotions. You need to be the emotional, mature adult in the room. And that's always a difficult thing. So you're going to be doing the emotional labor. You know, you've probably heard the phrase emotional labor. And this is an example of emotional labor where you are managing not only your own emotions, but also the, your partner's emotions. You're trying to influence them in such a way that they will feel taken care of. So that is a tricky thing. So you want to understand the empathy gap and focus on their emotions first and foremost. So in order to help the other person have what's called psychological safety to talk about the issue, you want to ask about their feelings. How are you feeling right now? That's a very innocuous question, innocent, but it starts the conversation going. And it shows very importantly that you respect her feelings, that you care for her feelings. Because, you know, if she's upset, that's what she wants to hear, that you care about her feelings, about the upset. Men tend to be so oriented toward the logical and rational side. They want to problem solve. That is very common for men. That is not what is happening here. You want to address the emotions. Emotions are not simply problem solving. The person wants to feel cared for. So ask about her emotions. And then she starts conversing. Well, you know, I'm feeling upset right now. And then you can go on to say, hey, well, I'm sad to hear that. So you want to show empathy. You don't want to ask, what are you upset about? That is not the question you want to give me. You want to show empathy. Again, you want to focus on emotions and go on and say, I'm so sorry to hear that. That's really tough. Being sad is a challenging state. I'd love to know how I can help you and support you in this time. So you don't want to ask about the cause. And then if she indicates that, you know, she doesn't, maybe you can give, you know, she'll, she'll say something, you know, maybe you can give me a hug or maybe you can make me some tea. You want to do that. You want to do what makes her comfortable. And eventually, it's likely that she will, once she feels comfortable and taken care of, that's when she will probably talk about the topic that is really bugging her. But you don't want to force the conversation. You want to help her feel comfortable. You want to empathize. And you want to really focus on the person's emotions. And during the once she reveals what the problem is, you don't want to, again, jump on it and try to solve it. 
You want to talk about the emotions, how she feels about the issue and what causes her to feel that way, just so you understand. And that's showing her that you want to understand her and care about her. And then once she feels understood and heard, you know, she will likely lead into the problem-solving conversation herself. And that's when you follow her. So that's kind of the underlying principle of what you want to do in those sorts of situations. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We are back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. I would say there's probably 1% of the population that doesn't need therapy. But we're all pretty messed up. I'd say the F word, but I don't know if that's allowed in this ad. We're all pretty messed up and we could all use a little help or a lot of help or some better help. So check out our sponsor, BetterHelp. They're therapists that are ready to go to help you anytime, whenever you need them. You can also set up appointments, but they're there to help you just get through life. Life is really hard. Life can be great, but I think we all know it can be really hard a lot of the time. I want you to start living a happier life today. And as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash askwomen. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash AskWomen. If you listen to the Ask Women podcast, then you are already miles and miles and miles ahead of other men when it comes to attracting and getting the girls you want. But I must confess, there's one missing piece in the puzzle, and that's flirting or the ability to ignite sexual chemistry with any girl you meet in a matter of minutes. Most guys suck at flirting. They can't flirt their way out of a paper bag. But as your personal wing girl, I can't let you be one of those guys. That's why I want to show you the most effective step-by-step formulaic approach to flirting with any girl you like. This formulaic approach has been tested on thousands of girls and has been proven to work like magic. Yes, magic. You just apply the formula and see results instantly, and it's that powerful. 
To find out everything about this flirting formula, all you have to do is go to winggirlmethod.com slash flirty. I've made a special video for you where I reveal what this formula is all about. Go to winggirlmethod slash flirty and you'll find out all about it. Okay. No, I love that. What about, this is like my own questioning for myself here, but what about like, it sounds so pleasant the way that you're saying it. Like the, the woman just calmly says, oh, I'd like some tea and a foot rub. Like, what if it's not like that? And what if it is a highly tense situation where the woman is conflict avoidant and so for her to have conflict or to reveal just feels like so bad for her that her emotions are really heightened and that she's frazzled and potentially even like raising her voice. How does a man interpret that? Because I know that that's a big problem for so many guys. Like my husband included, he doesn't like tone. If I end up yelling at him, that's how I get when I'm really upset about something. Like I need to just like get it out and has to be like really like it's really like that's how I get. And for him, as soon as he hears that tone, he's just like, eh, I can't hear anything. I'm completely shut down. And I feel I'm feeling attacked. That is his gut response that I'm attacking him with that tone, even though I could be saying the most loving things in that tone or like I'm releasing all of my pain to him. All he hears is, you did bad, you did bad, you did bad, you did bad, or something that's attacking him. And I know that's a difficult thing to sort of change your inner makeup, right? Of how you perceive things and how you take in the world. But I know that we're also talking about confirmation biases, about ways that we believe things are happening. So how would you? advise guys who are up against women who are like that. Not this common, pleasant, like, oh, make me some tea. Like, how do guys handle things when a woman is in that state? Like, how can they do it? Sure, understandable. Yeah, so in my book, The Blind Spots Between Us, How to Overcome Unconscious Cognitive Bias and Build Better Relationships, I described how my wife had a nervous breakdown. It was about, oh wow, gosh, it would be about six years ago. And how she got to a state where the smallest thing would cause her to cry like i asked her you know did you wash the dishes and she would feel attacked and she would cry and you know probably one of the most difficult things is for guys to see women crying right (laughs) so that is incredibly difficult and that was something that was very difficult for me of course so i had to understand and develop so going to the empathy gap going to the other tactics understand that i describe in the book in detail that the crucial thing to understand, and that I think it's very important for your husband to understand, is that it's not about him. Because what it feels like to our autopilot system, so I talk in the book about the way that we think. We tend to go with our gut and trust our intuition. Our intuition, our gut reactions are very misleading, unfortunately. If they were going in the right direction, there would be no need for your show, right? Right. Or my book. Right. <laughs> you know, our gut reactions are very much causing us to go in the wrong direction. So when a woman cries or is, you know, expresses anger in her voice or whatever, it feels to guys that it's about them. And that is why they tend to shut down. They tend to have negative emotional reactions. But what they need to develop an understanding of is that it's not about them. It's about the woman, her feelings, her emotions. And so you want to understand that it's about her. It's not about you ever. You can't change her emotional makeup. Her emotional makeup is what it is. So you want to, first of all, control yourself. So that's why I talk about doing emotional labor. In doing emotional labor, you need to control yourself first. 
and manage your own emotions because you know it's like put your own mask first right <laughs> in the airplane i'm talking yeah. about that not the covid mask <laughs> right <laughs> so you want to learn how to manage your emotions and the book talks about that so you need to learn how to manage yourself your emotions and not perceive what the other person is saying as being about you if they're angry whatever and so you want to take that state with equanimity calmness in whatever is the situation you we want to be the calm rock against the, which the storm beats whether grief or you know crying or anger and that is what the position you want to assume and you want to assume the position of caring if the woman is angry again say i'm really sad to hear and sorry to hear that you're so angry that sounds like a rough state to be in let's talk about how can i help you and support you in this state you know that detoxifies the situation and takes away the sting and makes it clear that you're oriented toward her you're caring about her you're showing empathy and you're showing respect for her feelings great answer I love it. But I think like the key point that you also talked about when you were just explaining that answer is like, and this is obviously the the whole point of your book, is that we interpret the world how we want to interpret the world. But what you're giving people tactics for is so that they can see other people's perspectives and see the world from different views so that they may interpret it differently. Am I correct in saying that? Yes. So that's one half of the things. The other half is that you can't trust your own instincts. Your own instincts are going to lie to you very often. And these are the blind spots. You know, the confirmation bias is your instincts. It's your instinct to look for information that confirms your beliefs and ignore information that doesn't. The empathy gap is the same thing. You're underestimating your own emotions very clearly. You're underestimating the other person's emotions very clearly. The illusion of transparency. It feels in your gut like the other person is agreeing with you and is hearing you correctly. That's not what's happening at all. So we all live in a dream world, basically. I don't even know where to go from here. Like, why not continue on this path? <laughs> because everybody seems just so confused and so misled. Right. So you want to learn the science. This is all science-based, right? This is all the research that's about relationships. And you want to learn the specific ways that our minds goes wrong. And then anticipate them and take specific steps. Like I described the steps to address the illusion of transparency through echoing and paraphrasing, checking for understanding, checking for her feelings or anyone's feelings when you are interacting with them. Like you said, you know, co-workers or so on. I definitely do team building, communication training. So you want to make sure that you take steps to address that. I talked about how the empathy gap needs to be addressed. Calming yourself, making it not about you and focusing on the other person's emotions. And thus, first and foremost and always, and so that there are techniques. So with a confirmation bias, we didn't talk about the ways of addressing that. What you want to do with a confirmation bias is you want to realize what's your perspective. So if your perspective is that the girl likes you or the opposite, if your perspective is that the girl doesn't like you, you want to look for information to not confirm that, but to disconfirm that. Look for information that goes against your perspective, your beliefs. If you can find that information, that's great. That means that you can change your mind. And if you can't find that information, then it's more likely that your perspective is correct. So there are techniques to address all of these cognitive biases that our mind, unfortunately, deviates away from the reality. 
you can address all that, but you need to know about that. And so that's what the recent science and decision-making has been revealing about our relationships and communication. Okay. I love it. I love it. I really don't have any more questions. I think what you just gave is so clear for guys. But the biggest thing that I'm hearing from you is that we all kind of walk around the world interpreting the world in our own way. And we think we're absolutely right, 100%. Like that is definitely what is going on in the world, especially right now in politics and many, many areas, right? But what's missing is the listening and being open to hearing other people's point of views. And from what it sounds like to me is that your book is really calling attention to these things that are naturally happening and occurring in us every single day where we're confusing ourselves where we are becoming confused because we are trusting our own gut without taking in other external information and really understanding that external information that's coming our way. Yeah, that's and right. And you have the tactics. And that there are techniques for each of these cognitive biases, which my book talks about the 30 most dangerous ones for relationships. There yeah. are specific techniques that you can use to improve your relationships, improve your communication and yeah, have the best relationships possible. So you can solve these problems. And that's what the science has shown. You should send it over to Washington. Send it over <laughs> to like every political party right now. Say, read this book so that you can <laughs> be more open to the other side. I think it's absolutely fantastic. I'm going to wrap up the show now, but I really think this was a, this is just so interesting. Dr. Gleb, thank you so much for coming on and explaining these things to us. I think that the guys who are listening to the show would be very interested in learning these 27 other is it the techniques or is the confirmation biases? It's the cognitive biases themselves and then the techniques to address each one. Gotcha. Okay. So there's 27 other things that you are messing up every single day, not on purpose, but that Dr. Gleb has techniques for you on how to make sure you don't screw up. And the truth is, is that when you are a more aware person, people and women just naturally gravitate towards you. I know that I do. Like if somebody understands my emotions, I naturally want to be around them more because I feel safe. I feel more comfortable. And this is only one thing that you're talking about. But I think overall, the feelings that other people and especially women would get if you were a more aware man. But yeah, I think this is a great book. So the book is called The Blind Spots Between Us, How to Overcome Unconscious Cognitive Bias and Build Better Relationships by Dr. Gleb. I think you should definitely go check it out. Dr. Gleb, thank you so much. Is there a website to go get this book or can they just get it on Amazon? Oh, you can just get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, whatever you want. Amazing. If you want to check out my blogs, videos, podcasts, coaching, go to disasteravoidanceexperts.com. Again, that's disasteravoidanceexperts.com. There's also going to be a books, free book sample there if you want to check that out. Oh, amazing. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to our show. I'm sad that Kristen was not here because I think that she would actually like really love this conversation as well. But new episodes of the Ask Women podcast come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. Please go and subscribe to our show. Don't waste your time downloading individual episodes. That time can be spent learning some of these tactics that you've just learned in this episode. We will see you guys next week. 